Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. In today's episode, I'm going to read a few chapters from the book "The One Thing," written by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. Page seventy-seven. Time waits for no one. My wife once told me the story of a friend of hers. The friend's mother was a schoolteacher, and her father was a farmer. They had scrimped, saved, and done with less their entire lives in anticipation of retirement and travel. The woman fondly remembered the regular shopping trips she and her mother would take to the local fabric store, where they would pick out some fabric and patterns. The mother explained that when she retired, these would be her travel clothes. She never got to her reti- retirement years. In her final year of teaching, she developed con- cancer and later died. The father never felt good about spending the money they'd saved, believing that it was their money, and now she wasn't there to share it with him. When he passed away, and my wife's friend went to clean out her parents' home, she discovered a closet full of fabric and dress patterns. The father had never cleaned it out; he couldn't. It represented too much. It was as if its contents were full, were so full of unfulfilled promises that they were too heavy, heavy to lift. Time waits for no one. Push something to an extreme, and postponement can become permanent. I once knew a highly successful businessman who had worked long days and weekends for most of his life. Sincere in his belief that he was doing it all for his family, some day when he was done, they would all enjoy the fruits of his labor, spend time together, travel, and do all the things they'd never done. After giving many years to building his company, he had recently sold it and was open to discussing what he might do next. I asked him how he was doing, and he proudly proclaimed that he was fine. When I was building the business, I, I was never home and rarely saw my family. So now I'm with them on vacation, making up for lost time. You know how it is, right? Now that I have the money and the time, I'm getting those years back. Do you really think you can ever get back a child's bedtime story or birthday? It's a party for a five-year-old with imaginary pals, the same as dinner with a teenager with high school friends. Is an adult attending a young child's soccer game on par with attending a soccer game with an adult child? Do you think you can cut a deal with God that time stands still for you, holding off on anything important until you're ready to participate again? When you gamble with your time, you might be placing a bet you can't cover. Even if you are sure you can win, be careful that you can live with what you lose. Toying with time will lead you down a rabbit hole with no way out. Believing this lie does its harm by convincing you to do things you shouldn't and stop doing things you should. Middle mismanagement can be done, can be one of those destructive things you ever do. You can't ignore the inevitability of time. So, if achieving balance is a lie, then what do you do? Counterbalance. Replace the word balance with counterbalance, and what you experience makes sense. 
the things we presume to have balance are really just counterbalancing. The ballerina is a classic example. When the ballerina poses in ponte, she in appear weightless, floating on air. The very idea of balance and grace. A closer look would reveal her tall shoes vibrating rapidly, making minute adjustments for balance. Counterbalancing done well gives the illusion of balance.